I'm Amber. And we're back together we are. again. I'm back. I know you missed yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, Campbell was great, but... He's not me. Of course. Hair flips. So, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's been... Yeah, it's been a few months, so let's just start there. <laughs> it's yeah. been at least since... Oh my gosh, when was the last time? I don't remember. Maybe when May? This, I think it was like April. Oh yeah, probably late April or early May. Yeah, was when we last recorded, and that podcast probably went up probably a few weeks later. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and then the last episode, if you guys haven't listened to that, that was me with a, our guest, and we talked about college. So yeah. Yeah, back. I listened to that one. That was that was pretty good. I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was a pretty good conversation that we had. He did really well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, but enough about that person because they don't matter anymore. Anyway. Whoa. <laughs> no, I mean like in the realm of like our podcast, not like <laughs> you just put <laughs> like him in aside? general in my life. Wow. He'll be fine. It's okay. No, like we're still friends. That's not what I meant by that. I just meant in the realm of our podcast that he doesn't matter anymore right now. Look at her anyway. talking in circles. <laughs> we're talking in circles anyway. Um, yeah, so today's episode is just going to be like an update. It's yep. been, it's July 9th, 2020. <sighs> an update still. of just like this... Of just, like, where we've been in the past couple months, but yeah. also of just this entire year. Um, and we're going to do a little bit of reflecting. I did listen to our first episode earlier today to kind of, like, take some notes. So that'll be interesting to, okay. like, jog our memory of, like, kind of, like, what we discussed in the beginning. Um, so, yeah. But let's start off our podcast normally how was your week so far it's thursday well um i'll preface all this by saying i've moved i don't live in the bay area anymore which is you don't have to preface it you can just well i well i'm just saying because now my my situation is changed and things are much easier Mm -hmm. for me in this this place that i'm at now so um (laughs) Yeah, so so I'm just kind of getting used to. I, I moved like three weeks ago, so I'm just still getting used to my wow, new. It's been three weeks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, I'm getting used to my new uh, work from home schedule from here now, as opposed to um, where I was in the San Francisco area. And yeah, so it, I mean, it's going pretty well. Uh, my partner's working. He works on site, so he's away from the house. Um, so it kind of just leaves me and our new little cat. <laughs> we we yeah. adopted a cat last weekend. Uh, he's a very sweet boy. Um, but yeah, it just leaves me and him home. So I've been trying to like do little DIY projects and stuff around the house in my free time. But work has also been a little bit kooky. There's a lot of like submittals and important dates that have come up in the last couple of weeks. That's made things a bit hectic. But I feel like I say that every time. Uh, but yeah other than that things are good um just trying to like I guess enjoy summer for for what we can because everything is still obviously very limited but you know just trying to be outside more and 
um, like going for drives and you know just exploring our neighborhood that we live in that we just moved to and you know, stuff like that that's just been helping a lot with uh, the boredom I guess that I would have otherwise yeah. but how about you um, um <laughs> well this week so far was like pretty hectic at the beginning half and then now I've just been honestly taking a break I'm mm. kind of tired of everything mm-hmm. and um I think I I'm planning on going going on another social media break because I'm like my anxiety is like really kicking in so like I feel that. it's going like overdrive again so I'm on like a up upswing of like just anxiety so I'm just like well I'm gonna like stop social mediaing for a bit and like chilling and stuff and finding new things to do that like keeps me preoccupied and Mm -hmm. helps me like calm down and like just like rethink so I'm not like constantly like overthinking so yeah but yeah that's how my week has been going I feel like most weeks are like that so that's fun yeah Yeah. I, I feel like the good thing about all this stuff you know even though there's not a lot of good things, but one of the good things is it's allowed a lot of people to focus more on themselves and their mental health and their yeah. families and stuff like that. And so for for me and my partner, I think a lot of things got put into perspective as soon as the quarantine started. For us, we were quarantined starting in March, uh, like mid-March. So we had a lot of time to just kind of sit around and evaluate our situation. And that's actually one of the reasons why we moved um away from the bay areas for our mental health and it it just i I just think um that area just wasn't conducive to what we had in mind for our lifestyle and and the things that we enjoy like there was just too much um pressure on performing and making money and you know doing the right things with your money but where we are now it's it's much less less of that so we have time again to to focus on the stuff that we enjoy doing and like I was just telling Celeste we have been picking up um you know different hobbies and, and stuff like that and just you know things like that but but yeah I, I was just thinking because you were saying your anxiety has been been kicking up but right before we made the formal decision to leave the Bay Area, I was having panic attacks all the time. And I've never had them before in my life. So for me to be in a place where I like regularly having that happen, like probably weekly, if not even more often, it was just too much. Um, So, you know, really, we had to really evaluate our situation and say, you know, kind of swallow our pride because we had just gotten there at the end of last year but we kind of swallow our pride and and just uh you know pick up and and leave because that was what was best for us um but yeah it's yeah it's it's difficult but like I'm, i mean as soon as we got here everything is pretty much my stress level is you know halved itself if not more than you know than what it is so it it's just been uh 
you know, I'm, I'm just like you, just trying to find stuff to preoccupy me, new hobbies yeah. and just things that'll be positive. And I actually think I might take a break from social media soon too. Cause it, I mean, it's like, not to go off on too much of a tangent, but like yesterday, um, I, all day I've been, you know, kind of consuming some stuff about, you know, Black Lives Matter and, you know, yeah. the Karen situations and I guess the male version of Kevin or Karen, which they call Kevin or, you know, something like that, where um, these people just have no regard for other people that aren't like them. And, you know, so I'd been kind of consuming a lot of that media where people were being violent and rude and all that stuff. And, but yeah, I, I just been, uh, you know, looking at that all day. And then I went to go pick my partner up from work and I went downtown and on my way back, I saw somebody, this this black guy was crossing a crosswalk and this car drove up behind him and just pegged him in the back of the head with a two liter bottle that was like half full of something. I, I don't even, I don't even know why that happened, but you know, you can kind of assume I mean, that it was just some yeah. bullshit like that. So, so anyways, what I'm saying is like, I'm spending all day looking at that stuff and then I'm seeing it happen in real life and it's just too much right now. It's, it's just way too much still. Yeah, I 100% agree. It's, yeah, a lot's going on. Ugh, a lot of the reason why I don't leave my house, because... <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah. you. Yeah, so... So, yeah. I totally, totally understand. So, yeah. These paths... There's a transition to our topic, because... That leads, yeah, straight into our topic, because, like, honestly, that's what's been going on, like, the past few months, and, yep. like... In the backdrop of, like, coronavirus, you know, like, if you have been living under a rock, like, there's been <laughs> a lot of police brutality just in the news, and it's not like it, this is, like, a phenomenon of, like, oh, like, COVID is happening, so, like, people are going crazy, like, no, like, black people have been dealing with this shit for ever since we came over here hundreds since of we years. were since we were dragged over here yeah. um in slave ships like this shit has been happening to us this is not new this is just a modern form of all of that and um yeah and then just like everything and then also people being home and all the COVID stuff, people, millions of people are filing for unemployment and stuff like that. And honestly, like, it just seems like a lot of people are tired. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are tired of just literally everything. Like, yeah. I think we're, if this is not the boiling point, I don't know what is. And I kind of don't want to see what is. Hmm. If this is not the boiling point of mm-hmm. all of this. So... So, yeah, I don't even know how to, like, roll into this. Because there's so much. Well, yeah, I I guess to discuss. I think for both of us, at least, we are both just, like, for your information, we are both, if you don't know by now, we are both black women. So we believe that Black Lives Matter, period that's if you yeah it's that's it like that's where we'll start because i don't know 
yeah i don't and i guess i I don't think we really intended this episode to be like this but we we kind of just can't not say anything really if you if yeah no so one thing i wanted to say is people who try to say oh but what about white lives and blah 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 and you know xyz lives and you know all lives matter right like that's not what we're no. going against. When you say Black Lives Matter, we're interpreting it as we matter too, right? Yeah. It's not just only we matter, so Black people only care about Black people. Yeah, no, literally. We're just trying to get on the board because yeah. it seems like we're just constantly below on just about everybody else. Yeah. And for people to make an argument like, well, you, you really mean all lives matter, right? Of course we do, but we we need to we need to have somebody else care about us the way that we care about each other. Yeah. So the phrase isn't only Black Lives Matter because right. words mean things. Black Lives Matters. Y'all know, like everyone knows what we're saying when we say black lives matters like you, well that's the problem not everybody knows that they assume that we think that we're trying to put ourselves up on a pedestal when and that's why they say but what all lives if, matter if you i don't know i feel like if you are saying if you are saying like oh but what about all lives or do you mean all lives or blah blah, blah whatever if you're saying that you you don't understand you don't want to understand Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like you don't want to understand because if you if you really have that thought in your head your question wouldn't be but all lives matter right you wouldn't be offended by black lives matter you wouldn't be asking those kinds of questions you would be like okay educate you would be like okay why are you saying this like, what are the reasons as to why you're saying Black mm-hmm. Lives Matters? Mm-hmm. Why are you saying this now? Like, where is this coming from? It wouldn't be an, oh, it wouldn't be a defensive, oh, all lives matters. Like, oh, oh, this is what you mean, or you can't say that, blah, 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 or whatever. It would not be like that. You would not be defensive if you actually cared about what we were trying to accomplish what we're trying to accomplish or we are what are we trying to say it wouldn't be anything like that right so you wouldn't be decisive um defensive about it so yeah so y'all know exactly what you're doing like i'm at a point where i am so tired of people i do think that there is a small percentage of people who just don't know and that are not educated but the, the, but those are the people who are willing to ask the right questions. Exactly. If you do care, like you said, yeah, you are willing to be educated about it. If you don't care, you know exactly what you're doing. Yep. You know exactly what you're doing. You know exactly what you're saying. And you just want to be ignorant and be an asshole because the world has allowed you to be that way and you do not want to change anything about yourself you do not want to look inward and be like hey i am a shitty person and i need to make a change because no one wants to actually do that do that kind of work and our society doesn't allow people to be those kinds of people 
who look inward and say, hey, I fucked up. I need to apologize and do better. So, yeah, there's just that. Like, Black Lives Matter, point blank period. That is what that means. And I'm not arguing with anyone about that bullshit because I'm tired. I am extremely tired. I've been tired. I've been tired since I came out the womb. Like, I'm just (laughs) tired. It's literally... Like, it's, if you, mm. there are scientific reports that are saying that, like, it's literally in the stress and the anxiety, that shit is, like, gener, it's, like, generational, and it's literally in our DNA. Mm. And I believe it contributes to a lot of our health issues, but that's, like, another tangent. But that, like, mitochondrial, like, DNA is, like, in us, and it's ingrained in us, the stress and anxiety of being Black. And it's fucked up, and it needs to stop. People need to, like, do better. So, yeah. So, there's just that. Yeah. It, it, that just made me think of something like the stress of being black. That's, when I think of being black being stressful, I'm not just thinking of, like, racism. I'm thinking of police brutality. Yeah. I, I thought about something that happened to me last week that just... I don't know. I had to. I had to take a minute after that. But basically, I was, I was driving. I think I had just come back from like the store or something. And I was driving. The road was pretty empty. And I see this police cruiser just like, like, gunning it up the street. Like in my rearview mirror, I can see the car just getting closer and closer, faster and faster. And he's in my lane, so he's like directly behind me. So I'm like, oh god, what do I do? Do I get over? Or just let him move over? Do I see? I see his head like in his lap. He's texting, right? Do you know what I did? I was like, I would rather let this guy hit me from the back than cross this double yellow line next to me because I would rather him hit me than get pulled over and have to deal with him face to face for doing something like that. And then, and then, you know, if he were to ask me, why would you, why'd you do that? What am I supposed to say? Well, you almost hit me. What? I'm not going to do that to myself. I literally, I was just mortified by that that i would rather have this guy hit me mm-hmm. at 50 or 60 miles an hour than potentially maybe get pulled over because he saw me you know cross the double yellow line to save my ass like yeah that's the type that's the type up. of sh- right but that's the type of shit that happens and then he yeah. i caught up with him at the light and i i was like you know i want to look over and and say something like hey you know, I would please don't text and drive or something like that because that's just common yeah. sense. You don't want, especially if you're a cop. I get it if you're busy and looking at your reports or whatever, and they have their laptop sometimes. But he was like full on head in the lap sort of thing. Yeah. But what did I do? I just sat there with my hands on the steering wheel in plain view because I didn't want any attention brought to me, any yeah. more attention than I possibly could have already had. But that's the type of shit. It's like. You're, you're just scared to be yourself. And yesterday when I saw what happened with that guy and like there were these two black ladies walking and they kind of caught up to him and went to check on him. And, and I kind of rolled up next to them and, and, you know, asked them if they saw what happened. They said, yeah, I was pissed. I couldn't catch up with that car. I couldn't get the license plate or anything because it just yeah. happened so fast and they just took off onto the interstate. But yeah. I was just... The whole time I drove home, I was just, like, beside myself. I was so fucking upset. 
and I just like I couldn't even say anything and the only thing that came out of my mouth was I fucking hate it here I just yeah it's like you say like oh I hate living in the U.S. but really like there aren't very many places where yeah could fare better than here yeah and that's that's the worst part about it to me as someone who loves to travel and loves learning Mm -hmm. about cultures and stuff there's a lot of the world that I feel is off limits to colored people right now because mm-hmm. it's just not worth it to be ridiculed or stared at or touched and grabbed or soli- mm-hmm. you know solicited. They think you're a sex worker, you know. Yeah. Or I, I, yeah, I'm I'm going I'm ranting now, but I the point yeah. I'm trying to make is you bring a very good point. It is not only exhausting being black, but it is scary. Yes. 100 percent yeah i i 100 percent agree agree on like the travel thing that's a lot of the reason why like i love traveling as well but when i like talk to like my friends who travel and we talk about like especially in the past when we talked about like destinations we wanted to go to mm-hmm. everybody wanted to go what? to like these very international places and even like some of my black friends and i'm literally what's the first thing you do after they bring up a new place I go search to see what the racism is. Being black in like, X, Y, Z. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Like, I... Exactly. And there's a lot of places that, like, I know... There are places that, like, I have friends who are like, oh, like, I would totally go and blah, 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 and whatever. And, like, they're super excited to go. And I'm like... I don't say anything a lot of the times because, like, I don't want to go to those places at all because of the racism. And I'm like... And sometimes I'm like, do y'all not understand that there's a lot of racism especially towards black people out there besides like in the u.s and like and i've seen like we all have all seen the videos of like especially like for example like when black people go to like asian countries and like i don't know exactly which ones like i think it's probably like japan or china or like some of those countries yes it but typically, on... it's not in the cities. It's it's you know if you go outside the city to smaller towns or smaller cities is where you yeah. see it and it's obvious. Yeah, and they're like taking they want to take a picture of with take you pictures. and like all this stuff they and think you're I a celebrity they and like touch your hair. Yeah, they yeah they want to touch your hair and all this. They stuff. They see if and your skin rubs off if you have yeah. the color of your skin rubs off. Yeah, and yeah. I'm just like, this is not, this is not regular like oh i don't know black people behavior this is taught behavior this is Hmm. this is not this is oh like we don't like i understand i understand well this is like if we heard that x y and z yes we i heard that you could rub their skin color off but i'm gonna try it you know or i heard that their hair is is Mm -hmm. so so rough it'll cut your hand i want to touch it or something like that i don't know yeah it's like yeah yeah, it's like the the behavior yeah like you're saying like the behaviors that they have is not regular normal behavior of learning about someone you don't know or you're not used to being around like i understand there i understand that there aren't a lot of black people in certain countries but a the internet like 
there is that and b these are taught behaviors these are not regular behaviors so like racism is not a normal behavior it's a taught behavior you mm. learn how to be racist you don't come out the womb racist so right there's so so it's a lot of the reason why i don't want to travel to these kinds of places and like honestly my international travel is very limited Mm -hmm. because i don't want to experience that i already know what my boundaries are you come to me you touch me i'm gonna deck you in the face and then i'm gonna get in trouble because Mm -hmm. this ain't america (laughs) and i can't be doing that kind of shit well i can't even do that shit in america anyway but still like I'm not trying to, like, automatically die. Like, so, like, I just... I I will back up and, and mention something that kind of goes without saying, but I feel like we have to say it anyway, or else people are going to be like, the fuck do you mean? Blah, blah, blah. There, those are a select group of people that decide to be, uh, I guess, like, rude about it. Whereas, you know, they might not think it's rude, but it is. But then there's... You know, it's like what Celeste was saying with, with, you know, learned behavior. But I think if you, you know, if you're a black person and you go to the small town in the mountains and, you know, they don't get too many visitors, which, you know, you've heard of this thing that goes on there and you, you know, like a ceremony or something, you want to go see it. People will stare. They won't try to attack you and touch you and pull on your hair and stuff. If they're, if they're just totally not used to seeing you they will just stare maybe they'll ask questions right Mm -hmm. but they're not gonna pull on your hair and try to rub on your skin and stuff that's the learned behavior that we're talking about that's the difference right there's a small group of people where that's what they want to do but for the most part of course it's the stare and stuff but i think that small group of people that decide to be you know kind of wild about it that's enough to turn people off from traveling that's enough to turn black people off from traveling so And, you know, apart from that, there's other countries where we're seen as the enemy. So it's not so much a curiosity thing or like a rumor sort of thing. It's a you're not supposed to be here sort of thing. And that's where I'm not interested right now. Uh, Same. Unfortunately, it it tends to be a lot of Eastern European countries. And my partner just happens to be, his family just happens to be from there. So... I kind of have this complex where I feel like I desperately want to go and see where his family is from, but you know, not so much where, where he's from, but some of the countries surrounding it are not known as very friendly towards colored people or dark, dark people. And yeah, it kind of just messes with your head because you feel like you're like almost like living a lie. (laughs) And you feel like you don't, you, you shouldn't, it shouldn't, I mean, obviously it shouldn't be that way, but you kind of feel like it's just, it shouldn't be that hard. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Yeah. I do think that it, it's difficult, but I think also if you're in an interracial relationship, that is a conversation. If you are black and you're in an interracial relationship, you should be having, you should have been already be having these kinds of conversations about like, and I'm not saying like you specifically, you Mm -hmm. and your relationship, but I'm saying in general, people who are in interracial relationships should be already having these kinds of conversations because A, 
your blackness is real and it affects mm-hmm. how people look at you and the person that you're and with. your partner right yes right and also oh, i forgot my other point but it just <laughs> it, it yeah you guys should already be having these conversations and these things are important because there might it might come to a point where you don't feel comfortable traveling to the country that he's from or whatever and he's gonna have to be understanding to that if he is willing to be in this relationship and understand that you are a black woman first out of everything else you are a black woman and your safety comes first Mm -hmm. and you Mm -hmm. know if you are not if you are the white person or the non-black person in your relationship and you do not have that fundamental understanding that black people are not safe in this world period then why are you in in interracial relationships and that yeah and and that's and why aren't you taking the time out to learn yeah because that part that is part of your partner's worldview that is how the world sees them just because you see them in a quote-unquote different way doesn't mean that the world sees them the way you see them and you cannot invalidate that experience right because if you do you're not actually trying to understand it's a novelty who they for are. you otherwise yeah you're not so. trying to get you're not you're not in it for the right reasons and that's something yeah. i was going to mention especially with all this stuff going on if y'all have if you're in an interracial relationship you're a black person with a non-black person and you haven't had any discussions about any of this stuff black lives matter racial tensions police brutality any of that stuff if you haven't had any discussions yet you might need to reevaluate who you're with because and it might not be their fault it might be because you're feeling like you should shade yourself and and you know you don't have to talk about how you feel or or how you know your family and friends and and others are affected you if you're not having this discussion or you haven't had it you know at least a few times something is wrong and that needs to change either you two probably aren't a good match or it might be you that you're you're just too scared to tell your partner how you feel about being a black person and that's wrong too that's yeah. wrong and you can't blame anyone else but yourself for that if you're not even that that's just how i feel because i you should i mean yeah okay if you've been dating for three weeks maybe it's not really something to bring up but you should at least know by now if if you know the person you're seeing even if it's a new relationship you should know by now how they stand because it's like i said it might be a novelty thing and that's an unfortunate reality for some people as they realize that the person they're with isn't with them because they want to be with them they're with them because they want to say that they're with this exotic thing and that's that's fucked up too yeah (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. no i completely understand i think For me, personally, I give a lot more grace to black people who are in, and who, I give a lot more grace to black people, period, because 
we are products of this white supremacy that has constantly put us down and a lot of us don't value our blackness as Mm -hmm. great or beautiful because of white supremacy so unlearning all a lot of that is hard and difficult and I understand like if you're at a point where you like you don't if you're in it if you're in an interracial relationship and you don't realize or you're not having these kinds of conversations quite yet and you don't realize that like this is the shit that's happening then you know I give you space to figure that out and to like yeah and to get to that point, regardless of if you've been in rela- in your relationship for, like, millennia or, like, you know, you've been dating for, like, two days. Like, I think for black people, unlearning that stuff is going to take time. But when you get to that point, if that person that you're with, that non-black person or white person that you're with is not willing to do the work the same way you are then break up with them right like it's oh like or leave i understand it's covid don't nobody want to move during a pandemic like don't nobody want to be you know alone during a pandemic i totally understand but like your mental health is not worth it like at all whatsoever and It's important for you to, especially now, it is very important for you to value yourself because you are worth it so and, much. Yeah. And that's that's kind of the point I think I missed like, that you've covered pretty well. Is yeah. I, I'm not saying that you're wrong for not, you know, having discussions with your partner or, or you know even your close friends or something but if it's if it hasn't already come to you from them then you're gonna have to be the one to to open the floor to that anyway and if you're not feeling comfortable doing that maybe it's just because you're in a new relationship i think that's fine but you know if you've been with someone and you haven't been sure for a Mm. while and you're like i'm just gonna not talk about that because i don't know how they'll react or whatever that's a that problem. is a red flag that's that a problem a red flag I'm that's what i'm mic, trying to say is yeah that, that's the yes. problem and it might that not it might not be them it might be that you need to remove yourself because it's not gonna work yeah that's all i'm saying yeah no i agree i agree yeah i 100 agree with that if you cannot talk to your partner about these things a, you've been known that they racist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Point bank, period. And you need to leave. Yeah. Like I said, I understand it's a pandemic. Don't nobody want to be alone. Don't nobody want to move during a pandemic. No. But for your mental health and for your safety and for your well-being, you've got to break it off. Like, it's not worth it. Life... Right. Is too short. We've seen it too much. Life is too fucking short. And, like, whenever, don't, like, if you're, obviously, if you're not ready now, that's totally fine. But at some point, you need to break it off. Because it doesn't, this does not serve you. So, so, yeah. Yeah. Now, one more thing I will mention about this. And this is, I think, something that that 
people don't really think about is I really think there are a lot of people who don't know how to do proper research on these issues. So if you have, you know, a friend or a family member or someone who, who kind of comes off a bit ignorant and they just kind of say stuff and you're like, wait, what? Like, why? How do you not know about that? Or, you know, whatever. Something happens in the news and they're like, oh, well, what did he, you know? Okay. So say an unarmed black man got shot and killed <laughs> literally pick any example from recent news right and then you have that person near you that says oh well what did he do to deserve it or something that it might not be that they're racist per se it might just be that they don't really understand what the hell is going on and it might be up to you to provide them with the correct materials and research and facts to have them figure that shit out because the last thing you'd you would want is for someone you know or someone you're close with to get labeled as something that they're not just because they just haven't thought about it the right way you know it's one thing to like have that shit ingrained and it's like this is how I am I'm not going to change it and it's another thing to be that person who's just kind of going through the motions and not really paying attention to that stuff and as a result they come off as aloof or ignorant or yeah racist yeah, so, yeah, like I said before, words mean things, um, and I did not come up with that, Crystal from The Reef came up with that, and I just like to say it a lot, but it's very true, words mean things, and the way you say something is very important, so, like you said, you brought up the example of the guy being like, you know, or someone being like, oh, what did they do to deserve that? Mm-hmm. We have been programmed by the news to be like, this person was brutally assaulted by the police because they deserved it. It has to be, they're, it, they always deserve it. And that's not true. And we have seen time and time again that n- most of the time it is not true that they deserve something like this it is and the rhetoric that what you're saying what people are saying and like the rhetoric that you're using is extremely important and that kind of that leads into like what you're talking about like leads into like allyship and like breaking down like um anti-racism and things of those natures when you talk about like resources and stuff like that and like yeah you're gonna have to be um you're gonna have to stop and like tell people like hey like you shouldn't be using this kind of language you need to like look up these resources you need to you have to start educating people and stuff like and stuff like that and I think to tie it back into the broader scope of what we're what we've been talking about Right now, we need allies. Black people are tired of saying the same shit over and over again. We're tired. We've been talking... I know me personally, I've been talking about Black Lives Matter since like 2016, 2017, at least. It's 2020. Like... That, that was like back when Ferguson and all that stuff was happening. Yeah, I was, as I well. was gonna say, I was even thinking back to like 2013, 2014. Yeah. Like when, when we were in, in school and we, some of our uh, former associates 
started a um, are they you know, Black Lives when Matter. They don't actually really associate with them. Protests. What? Yeah. Um. <laughs> it's okay. It doesn't matter. It's okay. But yeah, yeah, I was thinking back to like you know 2013, 2014 when all that stuff was was really kicking up. Yeah. For us, I think. And just like, yeah. So, but, like, but we're. Go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say I, it comes in phases, right? So, I think the last struggle like this, where people are out in the streets every day was in the early 90s when you had the riots in LA and you know the Rodney King incident with with the acquittal of the officers and and all that stuff happened that that was the same thing except it was much more violent and a lot of people were injured and killed as a result of that but it's the same thing you get to that point you hit that boiling point like you mentioned earlier where Mm -hmm. It's like, what what the fuck else do we have to do? What else can we do? We can't. This is this is like something I, I wrote when, when a lot of this stuff was first happening a, a couple months ago. It's like, what do you want us to do? We put people, we put colored people in office. I say colored people, but we put people of color in office. Yeah. And it's not enough for them to represent us, right? We write letters. We sign petitions. We you know, have all these Harvard and Princeton scholars speak on our behalf and this stuff still happens. Yeah. So because it doesn't because they keep setting the bar higher. They told us that we need to get education. We need to blah, 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 all this other stuff. Black women are the most educated groups of people in America. Point blank, period. We're the ones with all the fucking college degrees. Half of us can't get fucking jobs. And the other half of us, we're not working the jobs that we should actually be working. We're only getting yep. entry-level, shitty jobs. That getting do- paid like shit. Yeah, that don't get paid. We get passed up for promotions and all this other stuff. This is what systematic racism is. It's constantly keeping us down and keeping us out. And then when we go out and make our own, we're the ones oppressing people because we're keeping other people out. Like, no, that's not how that works. So, yeah, so they keep, so every time, like, we we achieve something because we're black people and that's what we do best. We Mm -hmm. achieve the stuff that we're supposed to do and they keep setting the bar higher and higher and higher and we're frustrated, we're tired. People are tired. Like, and reminder, this is all happening right now in the backdrop of, coronavirus where millions of people are filing for unemployment and people are staying home and well the people that know better are staying home and working from home and like they have more time to actually really see what's going on because it's right there in front of their faces and they can't hide from it they can't just bury their heads under the sand and all this other stuff and so like we need allies. We cannot do this alone. Obama didn't win because black people voted. That's true. Like, we're a small percentage of the voting population. The and I won't, even, I won't even say that's because, you know, we don't want to vote. It's, it's like, did you, did, yeah, like, no, did you hear I, about what happened in Kentucky? 
yes, voter suppression is a real thing. So there's it's that. shit like that, right? We're, we're all the black people are concentrated. It's harder to get to the polls. It's harder yeah, to get transportation. Gerrymandering. Yeah, there's less yeah. options available. The districts are cut up in the wrong ways. It's not yeah. representative. Which yeah. is really funny because my district just got rezoned. You mean redlined, huh? Or redlined, whatever it's called. <laughs> I don't remember Stupid. the word. But yeah, mine got, yeah, redlined. I got, I didn't even know. And I was like, wow, great. I have a new district person. It's because my neighborhood is gentrified. So, hmm. yeah. But anyway. <laughs> but yeah, these are like, like I said before, black people are tired and we need allies for this fight. And not just white people, also non black people have to step up and help us out because we cannot do this alone fight for us as well because that's only that's the only way we're gonna actually make progress in all of this it truly is and I am like I will say like I'm glad to see that like the white friends that I have are actually making an effort yeah same and the non-black friends that I have are actually making an effort to be like okay I need to do some internal work or I need to use my learn yeah and yeah use my privilege to do x y and z and I am grateful for that because that is extremely important but I I will say a you don't get to call yourself an ally um this that's not how allyship works um, and allyship is not done when you feel like it's done. Allyship is a ongoing process of hmm. you unlearning the things that you need to unlearn anti-racism and all of those things. And also, it's a never-ending fight. It's always a never-ending fight. You always have to be ready to ready to go, ready to step up and use your privilege in a way that is conducive and helpful towards people who are minorities and who don't have a voice and cannot afford to use their voice the same way you can. So there, there is that. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know allyship is important i yeah i don't know i will say there's one thing i've been trying to do just to let some of my friends and and even you know jones's family and stuff know that i appreciate it i just you know it's like what's like what you just said like you can't really call yourself an ally i think it's appropriate to have a black person tell like not not necessarily tell you you're an ally but i just i just like to say thank you for being an ally because that seems to to me i think it it just lets them know that we see them doing their best for us or at least you know yeah trying to do their best yeah no i agree i agree i think i think that makes perfect sense i personally will not be calling anyone an ally yeah just because 
you don't get a pat on the back for mm-hmm. for just doing being shit that you yeah. supposed to be doing period <laughs> so yeah. i well, i will also say but i'm also been. me so well <laughs> but, i was gonna say i will also say i'm not just saying it to anyone who's gonna repost some bullshit on instagram i'm yeah. saying it to people who are out there marching who are out there donating who are out there yeah talking to their other friends that don't want to pay attention to this shit yeah who are out there angry as shit like we are yeah like those are the people that i take the time to think yeah because they're doing their part it's not just like a, oh it is what it is it, I, yeah. I don't i'm not gonna reward somebody for being a decent human i yeah. will reward someone for trying to get others around them to be decent humans mm-hmm. yeah no that 100 percent makes sense yeah mm-hmm. i totally i totally get that yeah so so yeah but yeah i don't i don't know i don't know i feel like yeah there's uh, there's a lot of other things that like I want to, I don't know, I, there's a lot of other, like, things that I want to discuss that go hand in hand with racism, and, like, white supremacy, and, like, white patriarchy, and all that stuff, but I think that's definitely for, like, another episode, like, sexism, yeah. and, yeah. like, homophobia, and all those other things, like, there's a lot of, like, what there, there's a lot we can unpack yes there point. is and this is you know we're almost in a, hitting an hour so there's that but I, I do think that if you are not if you're not for the cause you're part of the problem hmm. like you just are because inherently like what we're what black people are fighting for is not like bad it's literally we're not we're it's, not asking for money and yeah fame and all this extra shit we're asking to not be fucking terrorized on yeah. a regular basis Leave we're asking us. to be respected yeah and we're asking to just be treated like everybody else yeah leave us the That's fuck it. alone well, leave yeah, and that, that really, too, leave, just leave, it's like my, my, my partner just told me this shit last night. He has a coworker that was, he was sitting in his car parked outside a restaurant, and he was, like, on the phone, like, I guess, you know, trying to see what people wanted, you know, wanted him to order for them, um, and this cop car rolls up. And they pull him out the car and detain him because they try to make all this shit up. Like, you were parked too far away from the curb. You look suspicious. All, all this stuff that they were just kind of running through this list. And he was like, why Like, why are you doing this to me, right? He kept asking these officers. And one guy was like, you need to ask my partner because this was his thing. And then, you know, he's like still asking questions, asking questions. And before they left, they let him go, thank God. But before they left... They, one of the guys ended up telling him it is what it is or like you know how it is like some shit like that that's what I'm saying just, just leave the us fuck? fuck alone what, what what was he doing that was so wrong okay yeah, yeah he was parked too far away from the curb tell him to move into the space more how, yeah. how hard is that that's what you're supposed to be doing you're supposed to be policing not destroying yeah not terrorizing yeah right 
Yeah. So, yeah, Black Lives Matter. Like, you're either with it. You're either with us or against us. Like, mm. at this point, like, I know a lot of things in this world is not black and white. I totally understand that. And I allow grace for a lot of things, but this, it's black or white. Like, not literally, but like, <laughs> literally. Like, it's, you're either with us or you're against us. And that's just that on that. And please go vote in November. Hmm. Please go vote. And vote in your local elections because those matter. Yes, too. and vote in your local elections. We need to get this. It, it doesn't, it really doesn't take long to do, you know, some research on yeah, on what's going on locally, who's running, who's giving up their seat and whatever, yeah. you know, position or, you know, just Yeah, a lot members, of states, a lot of states, yeah, a lot of yeah. states are absentee ballot voting requirements have laxed because of the COVID-19 stuff. Oh, yeah, so, that too. It's, it's like, getting easier for most Yeah, people. so you can do a quick Google search, type in your state, and be like, absentee ballot. I'm pretty sure the first couple links is probably going to be the link that you need to register online. They send it to you nice and... They send it to you, all of it. They have directions. Yeah. All you got to do is... It's just pretty much the same thing that you do at the poll. They send you, like, the literal ballot that you get at the polling place. You do your little Take your time. You fill it out. In. Yeah. Yep. You know, and do what you got to do. And then I will say if you don't have... Hopefully they come with... It's a prepaid envelope. Mine wasn't a prepaid yeah, I envelope. Was, I was going to say, so if you don't stamp, got stamps, that kind of sucks. But. <laughs> yeah. Just buy you a book of stamps. It's, like, ten bucks or something like that. So... Go splits you with your roommate. I don't know what to tell you. But, yeah, and, like, vote. Either way, there's there's not a lot of excuses to not vote. Yeah. Unless you're, you know, somewhere in Kentucky where they just don't want you to fucking vote. And they yeah. try everything they possibly can to get you to not vote. Like, only yeah. having a couple hundred polling places for thousands and thousands of people. So mm-hmm. you got to stand in line for seven fucking hours and you're 80 years old. Yeah. But that's what you got to do to vote. Like, that that yeah. type of shit. That's fucked up. That's, it's called voter suppression. Yeah. And this that's is what... That's not what we're talking about, though. Huh? That, But that's not what we're talking about. I'm saying, like, if it's... If you're able-bodied and you yeah. have the internet and means of transportation in any form, there's no excuse for you to not vote. Yeah. Because if y'all don't vote, he's going to win again. <sighs> He's going to. I don't know. Kanye might have a, a good run. <laughs> I'm joking. Okay. No, honestly, I just read today. I think he's going through a bipolar episode. So he might be in like a manic, having a manic episode. Yeah. Irregardless, please don't vote for Kanye. Don't. Because then Trump is most know. definitely going to win. If his campaign str- song is uh, stronger, I might have to take oh, a look Jesus at it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> forget this is the hey, slight be dope, sarcasm though? come on come on no it would not i do not support <laughs> kanye and his ridiculous okay okay what about what about jesus walks jesus i do not walks. support kanye and his ridiculous can you imagine it that motherfucker would pick jesus walks and that would be his song that he would play when he come out on stage <laughs> no it'd probably be one of his new songs from his new album i didn't uh okay maybe maybe yeah he dropped a new one recently i don't know why we're talking about Kanye whatever i do not like him but anyway i'm not voting for his ass yeah but yeah sorry kanye 
Yeah. Just quickly, um, we're probably going to go more in depth about this, but it's fine. Um, it has been, it's July, so it's been at least six months into 2020. Um, how you feeling about the rest of this year? Mm. Mm. I feel like Tina Bilcher. She's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, I'm kind of bummed to be, yeah. to be real with you. Yeah. My whole, like, this whole half of the year was supposed to be me traveling and doing my fucking thing with my fucking money, but I'm not trying to, you know, this is the shit. Cause I was just thinking earlier this week, I was like, it might not be that bad. I could probably go somewhere soon, blah, blah, blah. Nope. Because one of my YouTubers that I like watching, he just posted a video. I, I just noticed that dude has been gone for two months he almost died in the hospital from COVID because he decided to travel. He was like, I want to keep traveling. So he traveled to a country that didn't lock down and he was in Serbia and got sick in Serbia and ended up in the ICU for almost a month. Yeah. So I see shit like that and it kind of snaps me back to reality. So yeah. really to answer your question, I'm kind of bummed. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not, I mean, obviously it's nobody's fault really, but is you know, while I've, been grateful to have some time home and kind of get myself more straight than I was previously now I'm at the point where I'm just restless and I don't know what the hell I'm supposed to do to just kind of like scratch the itch that I need to travel you know and I'm like thinking like oh maybe I'll do you know do a road trip or in a car blah blah, blah. but still it's like you, you, you don't you don't want to go anywhere you don't want to go into these restaurants and stuff like all these people i see bar hopping and shit that's stupid that pisses me the hell off oh yeah 100 percent. i don't miss that because you could do that for free in your backyard you just (laughs) put a different bottle of something (laughs) in every corner or or a cop from one end of your apartment to the other with your your you know roomie or something but stuff like that it's those little things that is making this shit much worse and making this shit impossible to get rid of why is it that iceland and new zealand and a couple other countries don't have this problem anymore it's because they have citizens that give a shit about other people and they have leaders that give a shit about their citizens not this fucking idiot we have in the white house that only cares when it costs them money anyways So, yeah, I'm not feeling so great about the rest of this year. But with that said, I'm going to try to just get my finances straight, pay off some debt. Now that I've moved and all those expenses are done, I can kind of chill out a little bit and just focus because that's all I really can do. But, yeah, how about you? I will say that, like, when we did our first episode, you did talk about, like, organizing your spending and stuff like that. So, that makes sense. Yeah. Like, right, this year is definitely, like, a perfect time to, like, do that. So. And I I will say the first, honestly, literally the first three months of the year, I was doing really well. I had paid off with my new job. I had paid off uh, over $10,000 in debt. I was doing really well in, you know, just a few months. 
but then all this happened and I just kind of like I had to shift my focus again so now I'm just trying to get back to it but yeah she she's giving me the shifty eyes what'd you do no no no, no. <laughs> oh how's that new car treating you huh how's your new car treating you oh we're not gonna talk about that um, no, it was the motorcycles outside of my window. Yeah. Um, yeah, for me, you know, I was like, I was listening to the first episode and I said, we were having converse, we were like kind of talking, well, we were talking, not kind of talking, but I was like, as years go, maybe it's a year, it's maybe a year that you can forget because I think I was alluding to, like, hmm. uh, and then I was like, oh, like, oh, who remembers zero what 20, one. I was like, I was like, who remembers what, like, you did in, like, 2010, and then you were like, I remember that shit, and then you were like, you remember traumatic shit, and I was like, uh, damn it, <laughs> that's so true, damn. can you imagine what the textbooks are gonna look like in, like, 10 years? Oh, they're going to completely whitewash Black Lives Matters. And well, I don't even... Let's hope that it's even in the textbooks. I was talking about coronavirus. Look, Pearson's is in the business to make money off of racism, okay? Yeah. They don't give a fuck. They do not give a fuck. <laughs> but yeah, with the coronavirus stuff, God. They're going to be that like, be oh, a whole he... unit. Probably. <laughs> Something like biology. Yeah. <laughs> you know, econ. Yeah, I mean, I could imagine in, like, bio, yeah, and in, probably, like, in all realms of, in every single topic, it's going to yeah. be, like, a unit at least, because it's, it's literally affecting everything, especially, like, bio and stuff, like, and then, this is a small tangent, but I was watching a video, because I was, like, just... Sometimes, like, I get into this YouTube, excuse me, YouTube zone where I'll, like, start to watch, like, a bunch of, like, different kinds of video, like, documentary or mini docu-series videos or whatever. And so they, I think I was watching Vox, because I like Vox. They seem, like, pretty, like, informative and they know, like, their stuff. And so they were doing a video on they did a video on pandemics and then they brought up this i they brought up this um discussion that like there's going to be more pandemics in the future and i was like oh fuck like this is not the last one of these that we're gonna have yeah in our lifetime probably and i was like well yeah i mean also this is not the first one but i think this is the this is the most global one yeah this is the most global one that we've had yeah that that us at his mid-20s people have gone through i think um you know there's some stuff in the 90s with sars and yeah and things like that where where people were generally scared but not to the point like this where things were shut down and the economy suffered greatly and you know uh most companies and and um you know businesses have have reinvented their their way of doing things just because of this like i've never never seen this 
So. Yeah, I think most people have never seen that. So, yeah, that makes total sense, yeah. So, I will say for me, I in the... I am still hopeful for this year. I think my... Obviously, my... I don't want to say, like, definition, but my idea of that has changed, obviously, because of COVID and everything else that's been going on. So my idea of, like, what I am hopeful for Mm. is different, but I still am hopeful, and I think I'll always be hopeful for, like, betterment in the future, whether if that's my betterment or the betterment of others or of society or whatever, like, I think I'm still of that mindset and will always, most likely will always be, so, so yeah, um, yeah, this obviously first half of the year has been, like, definitely rough and, um, also because I have a lot of this time to like by myself I am a lot more reflective of Mm -hmm. the past like year or two and like I've come to a lot of like realizations of like oh shit like okay this makes sense or like oh like I didn't realize that happened stuff like that I will say that like I am this is the most I've spoken to all my friends since like college to be totally honest like Mm. this is the most connected we've all been okay and i find that really interesting and also like really nice like i'm glad that like we're still trying to connect as much as possible like yeah yeah and because i have like even like you and like all my other friends who have moved into like different time zones than I have like it's been a lot harder to like communicate and stuff like that but like everyone's been like making an effort to be like catching up and being like hey like what's up or you know like calling or I'm definitely on the zoom chat situation mostly because like I have friends who don't like iPhones for some reason because they're lesser beings but whatever so, but so they um, so yeah, like and but even regardless, like I still really, I am glad that we are all connecting more and trying to connect in ways that honestly we could have before. Like we could have been doing Zoom calls and oh, all yeah. that stuff, but right, right, we weren't. But so. So, yeah, but, but, yeah, I am, I'm still, yeah, very much, like, hopeful, and, um, I do, yeah, I do hope, like, I do think, I kind I think I talked about this in the beginning, but, like, my mental health has been, like, on an up and down swing, and been the roller coaster for the past, like, four months or whatever, mostly because of covid like it's mm-hmm. just been really hard for me um but i don't but because i've um 
I will say, I, I tweeted this, but I was like, you know, me being depressed now versus like four, five, six years ago, yeah, yeah. two different things. Totally and different. so, yeah, and so like, even though I will, I am dealing with depression, I am dealing with it a lot better than I did before because I have tools yeah and like I was going to therapy and stuff like that I am thinking like um of potentially doing like some online therapy now because I was like oh like I kind of want to wait until things die down and stuff like that to like do in-person therapy because that's what I'm used to but Mm -hmm. um I think it's probably good for me to just take the jump and just do the online therapy and stuff like that. So, so yeah. But overall, yeah, like, I'm still going back to what I was talking about. Still very hopeful for the future. And I think, I don't, obviously, we don't know what's going to happen. There's a lot. We're, like, in the middle of summer, so... A lot, of, a lot of people are talking about fall and stuff like that. And so we don't know what's going to happen now on this <sighs> July 9th night of 2020. But, <laughs> um, yeah, we'll see. And y'all hear us complain about it when it happens. Yeah, so. that's true. Well, I'm so, glad you're hopeful because yeah. I already pretty much called the rest of this year a wash. So, you know what? <laughs> like, hey, I'll just pick it back up in January. <laughs> You know what? I also agree. I 100% agree with that. I I, I I get it. Yeah. I'm not saying that I don't think anything good will happen, but I mean, we have literally been on this downward spiral since January 1st yeah. or 2nd yeah. when they're about to start World War Three. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and yeah. all of you know, all that bullshit was happening the first couple of weeks. We were like, damn, okay. And yeah. it just like every week it's like, damn, okay. Like and it's it's slightly louder than the week before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I one hundred percent Um I think this I think this whole episode has been a what's got you hot though. <laughs> yeah. I really, I'm I'm just gonna just call it that. That it's just Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I, how about this? Well, well, let's end on one good thing that you've seen recently. Oh, Jesus. You first. <laughs> so I have time to think of something. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't know. Today was just very, like, blah. Okay, so we're not talking about blah stuff. We're talking about happy stuff. One, one happy thing. I don't know. Oh, well, I guess, well, I don't know, to plug our stuff, but I've been trying to, like, do more, like, social media stuff or trying to get our podcast to, like, get more traction. Yeah, I don't know, but I, um, posted, I, I, um, created a youtube channel for our podcast so you can if you prefer to listen to our episodes on like youtube that will be available by the time this episode goes up um i actually think the first 
um, episode of our podcast, The Year Zero, the one that we've been kind of referring to throughout mm-hmm. this episode, um, that should be up by the time you hear this. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's been something positive and um, it kind of got me into like my video editing bag. It I actually didn't have to do any editing great but like like just like you know uploading a video and stuff like that I was like oh yeah like I definitely already know how to do all this so so yeah so that's one positive thing that happened today good yeah what about you yeah uh only thing I really think of is I've just been trying to um I guess appreciate my free time more uh, I'm trying not to spend as much time just sitting doing nothing so having all these little projects around the apartment has really helped and then just trying to I guess keep up with my partner because he's really active and always wanting to do something just trying to do more that's been good um, yeah. but yeah like I was, I'm kind of getting into woodworking and stuff because we inherited some very old furniture and I'm trying to like fix things up and and make them look nice again and yeah so that's been fun and um you know just really getting into that I'm hoping to get back into cooking more too I'm just we're still kind of unpacking so things are still disorganized but I think once I get things organized I'll I'll have a lot more fun with it so yeah but yeah that's that's something good that's going on so yeah yeah. that's good wow we did not talk about Animal Crossing on this episode. I, to be out. honest, I haven't played at all. Yeah, I know. Like, I haven't played since since right around the time that your your party was. Before that, because you didn't. Yeah, even like even like just a week or so before that, yeah. I, I kind of stopped playing. Yeah. So my poor turnips, they're beyond dead now. They're disintegrated. Yeah, I mean you'll have like a couple new bugs to catch when you come back. Oh yeah, yeah. But, I mean, bugs that you have to be away for a long time to actually catch. Like really? The ro- like the roaches really? and ants, yeah. Oh. The You can only get a roach if, um, or cockroach, I don't know what they call it, but whatever. If um, you're away for a really long time. Because they, oh. they only come around when um, your house is, like, empty for a really long time. Oh, shit. Now I feel and, bad. Yeah, and then um, ants only come with rotten food. Okay. So the turnips, yeah. Hmm. Okay, so I guess we are actually kind of talking about Animal Crossing, but whatever. (laughs) But, yeah. Yeah. So I actually, honestly, I think I'm gonna... Actually, never mind. I'm not gonna take a break from work from playing the game. It's fine. (laughs) But I have been, like, slowing down. Like, I haven't been going as hard, so... Oh, okay. So yeah, but but yeah, but but yeah, this has been a very um I don't know. This has been an episode vocal vocal episode. Yeah, of us talking about stuff. It'll be interesting to like listen to this back because I kind of feel like I don't remember what I talked about in the past hour and 17 minutes. We were, but... we were both kind of ranting. <laughs> yeah. <a little> Sorry, <laughs> if we're like, we're like ranting damn, too girl, much. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> but like this shit is person to us like yep. Um 
this is our everyday lived experiences. The next episode, I have a really great idea. Be really, really fun. It'll be a really chill episode. Nice. Um, and, um, yeah, I hope you guys stick around for that. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Don't forget okay. to follow us on our social medias. Um, hold on. Yes. Yeah, so, I'm actually so going to we'll... read it out. Hold on. Okay. We're going to, I'm going to read it out <laughs> because I never do because I always forget what it's supposed to be. And I think we'll also have it in the, uh, the show notes. Yes, we will have it in the show notes. But if you want to email us, ask us questions, elaborate, have us elaborate on things, it's the slight sarcasm podcast at gmail.com that is um that is what that is hold on yeah you could also dm us on instagram no um, I think, no <laughs> i'm <What>? kidding <laughs> because oh, i'm the one who does the social media so i'm like don't That's dm fine. us <laughs> i'll answer the question just tell me <laughs> Wow, okay, forget it. She doesn't want fan mail. So if any of you are fans of me, then you can send me stuff. Just direct just say this is only for Amber. She won't read it, I'll read it. <laughs> Anyways, we'll we'll put the uh the handles and everything in the show notes. But uh yeah. This this was the Slight Sarcasm Podcast. I'm Amber. I'm Celeste. And we wanna thank you for listening and we hope to have you guys.